what the fuck? It's us. How bad cast. Ah, hey, we're hey. back after our annual Christmas, New Year's violent insurrection attempt hiatus. Mm-hmm. Right. As is tradition. Yeah, we, uh, you know, it, that's what it takes uh, it, for America to take the level of vacation that Europeans just do on reflex. <laughs> like four times a year, we need, like, they do it. We need a pandemic, two holidays within a week, and a violent insurrection attempt a week later. Yep. Right. Oh, we did an impeachment, too. Yeah. We did that? Yes. You're welcome. Like, <laughs> like, a, like America did an impeachment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's the most bipartisan impeachment in the history of American impeachments. Pretty cool. Gotta love those ten. Ten Republicans. <laughs> the, the the famous, yeah, the now famous ten with um, a sliver of integrity. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what was it like? What like two hundred or one hundred ninety eight of the two hundred and eight Republicans were like, nah, though. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so just to just to reintroduce ourselves after so long being away. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Mike Linden. With me, as always, co-host, Stephen Montenegro. That's me! There you go. And with him, as always, uh, always on the heels of Stephen Montenegro, uh, (laughs) it's goes Dan Linden. It's me, Q. You're a cider kick. Hmm, that's an interesting... A side side kick? Or did you just... No. Oh, I see, I see. You were... You were making him even more side than a yeah. sidekick. Yeah, I get it. I broke uh, major. Uh, I broke major news, and you're just ignoring that because <laughs> even said something stupid. Well, you were wrong about everything. Yeah. So why should anyone care who you are? That's true. That's yeah, true. and that's how the news works. Literally, <laughs> someone <laughs> breaks major news, and then someone else says something very stupid, and we're like, "Let's look at that for a while." That's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, you guys, hey, I have big yeah. news. Let's go. Is it bigger than the fact that I haven't had any, that you just made me realize that I haven't had any alcoholic cider this entire season, and now I'm kind of bummed about it? Uh, it's, I would say it's equal. All right. Isn't there like a cider place not too far from your house that will like deliver cider to you? Is that true? Is I there a specific true. cider place I near my that's house? True. You should Google it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Cider House. That place rules. Ah, hey. Maguire. <laughs> I um, know nothing about that movie. Was he, was he in that movie? I'm pretty sure. I hope. I, I think he was. You know, and then he got an emo haircut and started dancing and everyone got mad. Yeah. Wait, what? That, that's a reference to the Spider-Man the 3 movie. Turn on the oh. dark. <laughs> right. Ugh. So I got big news. Big news. I big news. I recently obtained a exercise stationary bike. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it went into the closet where I normally record these, uh, <laughs> facing at facing into the clothes hanging up. So now I'm at the other end of the closet, and the other end of the closet, you guys, is amazing. On the other end of the closet, you can hear through the window that is nearby uh, the baby from upstairs and across the hallway crying. Mm. And and if I seem distracted today, it's because of this. From the other side of the closet, uh, you can also hear the person on the other side of the wall behind the closet um, loudly singing in what can only be described as so flat it might be sharp for a different key falsetto just the chorus for Katy perry's firework over and over for now 37 straight minutes amazing huh. do you think they're recording a uh, uh a comedy video in which huh? tom waits is TikTok? singing that song uh, no but if you'd like to see someone do that you can go to youtube.com slash how tv <laughs> so it looks like the closest of the many uh specifically cider places within a radius of my house mm-hmm. is closed but mm-hmm. the three other ones that are <laughs> about equidistant from here 
are open. Okay. So that's in that's impressive. This is your chance, Mike. Your I chance. assume you were talking about the one that is closest, which is closed though. I and doesn't know. open until four PM Thursday. What? Ah, they, they do know. a Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. It makes sense. I didn't say it was going to be like an immediate satisfaction thing. I just said that I know there's a cider place near you. Yeah, well, you Mike, sure could have made that more clear. Oh Mike, if you wait for cider, you'll get two marshmallows later. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mar- Mar- cider, just like I like it, with two marshmallows in it. <laughs> yeah, as tradition- <laughs> traditionally, as you'll remember, uh, John Adams used to start each morning with a quick shot of hard cider and two marshmallows. Right. He would start each morning going out to the barn, shooting a horse to get hooves <laughs> to make his marshmallows out of. And then- yeah, you got to keep them fresh, right? Yeah. Mmm, fresh horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you stay uh, uh, vi- vibrant in olden times, fresh horse. I mean, yes. it's part of how you stayed vibrant in olden times. I guess it didn't hurt. I guess it was more aging horse at that point in time, right? Like, why would you eat a horse that could still do work? Oh, right. Good point. Sure. See, I mean, that- especially if all you need is, like, the like gelatin from their bones and hooves and stuff. Like, yeah. You got to imagine that you can get a decent amount of that out of an old horse. This is what's wrong with modern society is like we've forgotten that you're supposed to exploit everything before you consume it. You like get as much out of it first. Then Have we forgotten right. that? As soon as as soon as the horse stops saying I will work harder, that's yeah. when you turn it into marshmallows for your cider. Yeah. Have we forgotten that cuz you know, isn't yes, most we of have, it? of course. Everything is perfect now. Yeah, we had la 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 la. A we had a weird outdoor church service where Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez sang songs. We swore a new. Don't forget Garth Brooks sang songs. Why are you trying to write Garth Brooks out of because history? His cameo yeah, was very Dan. confusing. <laughs> if yeah, if Dan. there's if there's a super spreader event focused on that inauguration. If you write Garth Brooks out of it, you're going to miss Patient Zero for sure. That's true. I Mostly because that confused the shit out of me. Because in my mind, I was like, all right, he said the words on the big book. We're done. And then it was like, ladies and gentlemen, Garth Brooks. And I was like, for like a second while he, 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 he's, he's disinterested. Um, whose dog is angry? Uh, that would be mine. Annie is angry at something. It's unclear what. I'm sure it's something very far away uh, that she is even unclear about. There's no effect over it. Or is it just and because now she's said- lost interest, but uh, has made Edgar think that he should also bark in order to uh, keep up with the Joneses? Is it just because you said Garth Brooks too many times? Probably. It's possible. It's Chris Gaines, she shouts. Hey! Ugh. Yeah. Why? Like the point is, everything's great now because uh, all the war criminals got to hang out together for a few minutes. Garth Brooks hugged him and them, uh, and everything's fine. Like I feel about Garth Brooks the same way I feel about uh, oh, what's that band? The New Radicals, who yeah. like you know also reunited for like for like the inauguration thing, like. Can't we just let them go? I honestly <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, I, do we need anything else from Garth Brooks, or has that it, that's happened enough? Okay, so maybe that maybe now you're proving that we are still exploiting everything before we consume them because, like, like Garth. That's been my point the entire time. Garth, sing another song. <laughs> oh, you guys, I'm so tired. I I just want to relax in my weird YouTube chamber or whatever I do now. You have a YouTube chamber? I think Garth Brooks like puts out little videos now. Just oh, like, hey, guys, oh. Garth Brooks just wanted to talk to you about I love my life. I love my whatever. Thank you Does so much. Does he actually do that? Or did he get discouraged from that after the reaction to his very first video? I Great question. <laughs> that's a great question. I don't know. Uh, that's the impression that I get. But, of course, my uh, handle on Garth Brooks news comes only from... Uh, Tom Sharpling making fun of him mm. for that one video. So I have no idea. Okay. Like, oh, also from Mike's wife, uh, kind of being mad at the internet for making fun of Garth Brooks for his appearance at the inauguration. Uh, cause she still has some fond memories of him from back in the day. I mean, mm-hmm. he's fine, right? I don't what? know. What? <laughs> I do not understand that at all. She partly grew up in Texas. I don't know. He's yeah. from Oklahoma. Well, 
Right? <laughs> sure. Isn't she supposed to hate him? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, she was in part of Texas that's farther away from Oklahoma, so maybe that doesn't echo all the way down. Or there. maybe it might be like a. It might be like one of those things where like just Oklahomans hate Texas and think they're feuding, and Texas is like, what? Who? Yeah. That, yeah, that feels. That right. sounds about right. That feels right. Uh, let us know, Oklahomans, uh, whether you feud with Texas and Texas. Let us know whether you feud with Oklahomans uh, at our email address. I feel like we could ask our uncle, but the answer would just be like nonsensical sarcasm. Right. Uh, by the way, you just sidestepped giving out our email address. I mean, oh, I understand. Right. It's not badcast like... at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. I mean, you could even just email us to let us know, hey, did everyone unsubscribe during our very extended downtime this past time? Here's the thing. Here's the great thing about podcasts. If you're not putting out episodes, no one thinks about you at all. So it's not like they're going to click unsubscribe. That's true. I mean, in theory, that doesn't seem to be, I don't know, that that's definitely not the meta that I have always heard about putting out podcasts. But it seems like the logical thing that would have that would happen. Yeah, I mean, I just made that up, so <laughs> right. I have no idea if it's true. I assume it is because I said it. Cool. Um. Cool. Yeah, but this is my point, anyways, about Garth Brooks. What else do we need as Americans from Garth Brooks? Who was clamoring for more Garth Brooks? I mean, apparently. Who was... Apparently the Biden campaign. Who was who is demanding that the new radicals be a thing again for a minute? I mean, that was fascinating. Like that to me felt like one person on the team being like, hey, you know, would be cool. It was specifically the vice president's husband. Interesting. Um, But like, <laughs> still, it, it's like one dude. Wait, that was... That was the first first gentleman's one ask was, can we get the new radical? Apparently. <laughs> he must have been like the one guy who like, uh, who heard the new radicals over and over on, you know, all store radio? stations and all of that oh, stuff. Yeah. And was just like, yeah, every time. Like, yeah, right. He was the guy who like a couple months ago was just in some department. So it's like, hell yeah, this still slaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like it was, but he's still like, it's still just one guy that was like, yeah, we need more of this. Like, is there anybody in the world that's like out there going like, that's like sitting out there going like, like, you know, what would really solve uh, things for America and help us move forward? The return. Nope. Ah, I wonder if the end of that sentence was good. Assistant <laughs> that oh, okay. did a thing once. What's happening? <laughs> um, Dan, are you seeing like, this? No one needs what? any more uh, of Steve this. Steve Montenegro's... Uh, like, you, we can Steve, just move on as a society. Garth Brooks made his Steve, 61 Steve albums under 34 like different pseudonyms half, or whatever. Half faded away. Oh, no. I'm our not voice, sure he can our, hear us. Our voice connection to Mittens has failed. Uh, I, I think Steve Montenegro might have traveled back in time and stopped his parents from getting uh, married. Oh, no. This is uh I I think we need to take a break and oh there mittens goes. Uh he's typing, he's typing. Yeah. Um <laughs> Dan. Yeah. Uh how uh how do you feel about the new radicals? And do you think that the vice president's husband had an entire list? Possibly we were like one executive decision away from having to listen to Sugar Ray's Halo at the inauguration. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he had like a, a a wish list, and that was the only one that agreed that everyone could agree on. Yeah, uh, or maybe the New Radicals have something on him. Somebody vetoed uh, uh, Butterfly from oh my God. that one band. That I can't even remember the name. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. What was their name? It was like something just awful. Um, Be my butterfly, baby. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> In any case, uh, we should take a break and see crazy where town. where mittens it was ended. Crazy up. town. Crazy town. Yeah, maybe we'll right maybe okay. <laughs> and Ooh. we're back. Yeah. Or just starting. Unclear. What now? 
Or we're just starting. It's no. Oh, right. Yeah, we're not sure if we actually got the rest of that uh, uh, audio before. Uh, we, we ran into some technical issues, but we're back. Hey. Taking care of things. Mm-hmm. I'm getting used to what level my current recording setup clips at. <laughs> fun. What that a fun, fun thing for you. Yeah, that does sound yeah. fun. I, I think this is going to sound really good. Yeah. Um, we had some technical issues uh, brought about by, um, I believe it's a software issue, but it might be a hardware issue on my end, and it might be a uh, thing that's just Mike's fault because he doesn't know how to do this very well. It hey. might just be because you shit-talked the new radicals, too. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's true. probably what happened. New radical I mean, they Jimmy. Cl- they uh, clearly have a lot of influence. Yeah, they they have a ton of sway. What's new radical's name? I don't. No Excuse one knows me? that. I thought you would know. Oh, the guy, like the main dude. Yeah. Is it just the main dude, and then he just like gets session players? Is no, that no, how it always had, worked? Like, he had, the new radicals were like an actual band. Mm-hmm. Um. But he was just a separate dude for a while too. But I don't know his name. Oh, like, man! I'm. I have to say, I never like thought of you as like a new radicals stan or anything. Mm. But I did think that for sure you would know what the guy's name was, or at least be mad at yourself for not knowing. Well, I'm kind of surprised I don't remember what his name is. But like, I'm not. There you go. You just said don't remember. That this makes a lot more sense than just what you were saying well, okay, before, so where you just don't know. So, so here's the deal. Like, that's a that's a really good question and one that I don't know that I can answer because in the group chat, enemy of the show, Noel, uh, mm-hmm. mentioned his name when when Mike and I were talking about this in in a group chat previously. Um, but I don't know if I'd ever seen that dude's name before. I like knew like one brief story about him that like turned out to be wrong um that yeah. i remembered and that was it so like i was surprised when i saw the guy's name and i'm like oh that's what his name is so yeah. like i didn't know if i ever knew it and we should acknowledge at this point that uh prior to every episode we get on a group chat with noel and he architects out everything that we should talk yeah about. yeah without me though yeah like uh, <laughs> i don't i'm not privy to these conversations so i just have to roll with it which reminds well, that's me why if yeah. we're using that, if we're using that first fifteen minutes, we're we're almost at like eighteen minutes here. So that means until we only have two more minutes until Noel says we have to talk about that episode of Friends in which Joey says noodle soup over and over. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, huh. Nothing. I I'm looking forward to it. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling kind of sick. Uh, like. In a weird way, like, you know I don't you know if need. this is related to it. You know what you soup? need to make you feel better? Noodle soup. There we go. Yeah, like, like, no one's clamoring for that, quote, band to come back. That would have been amazing. Like that. Are we talking about the Rembrandts now? Is that, is what that the called? name of them? I think so. I, are they different than the I Would Walk 500 Miles band? Yes. Yes. Very different. I just always assumed they were the same. <laughs> really? Why? I have no idea. It just occurs to me. Like, I'd never consciously thought that before, but I always believed it. Aren't hmm. the aren't the I would walk like two Irish twins or something? I think yes. they're Scottish. Oh right. They're whatever. probably Scottish. Now that I think about how they say things. Miles. Yeah, that makes them Scottish. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> like, wow. I, I don't know. I just always assumed that the Friends theme song, like, I never thought it. Like, I'd never taken the time so... to put that together. But in my heart, I definitely believed that. That is so random. <laughs> it's yeah, like, that's a very strange band to link that to. Yes. Why? Why is that weird? They're basically the exact same thing. Because I just feel like the, I mean, granted, I was, like, too young to have any real concept of the passage of time. But it feels like when Friends started and the time that that song blew up in popularity, like it just seems like the chain of events where a corporate studio would be like, here's who we need for the theme song for this new sitcom. I mean, 
It doesn't. Were, it were just doesn't famous, add up. Were they famous before Friends? Aren't weren't they? When did that song come out? I I'm not sure about that. All mm-hmm. I know is that like you know the the Scottish twins, mm-hmm. who I'm sure had an actual like group name. <laughs> yes. Uh, like they had a specific sound. I assume. Mm-hmm. I guess I haven't heard any other song from no. them, so maybe they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like. The, the every, Friends theme. The every Friends song theme has a much had more a different chorus about what they would do. <laughs> yeah, it's all action songs. Yep. Uh, yeah, but the Friends theme, there's, like, there's I would walk five hundred miles, and then there's I would eat a whole Peking duck, and then there's <laughs> I would change both back tires on this car. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying. Well, like you know, the the Friends theme has much more of a like we wish you we wish we were Matthew Sweet kind of sound to them. Mm. Yeah, but you gotta assume that the that that other band like like mostly sounded like that too. You're just used to only hearing that know. one song. So you're. Wait, <laughs> it seems so you're, really logical to me that they would be the same <laughs> band. So your argument is that the Scottish Twins most of the time sound more like Matthew Sweet. It's not that. But, f- it's not that far of a walk to get there. How, how far of a walk would it be? Would you say? I don't know. Like as long as it would take to ch- change both back tires on this car. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a specific car. Are yeah. they changing your car's back tires? Yes. So you might as well just change the back tires instead of walking, because then you'll get there in the same amount of time, plus have an operational vehicle. Yeah, like that song. The, the the confusing part is like that's the that became the single, but like the, you're supposed to listen to the whole album in chronological order, right? So like they I mean, would they're gonna change these tires, but then like for whatever reason they don't have they maybe they don't have two spares, so then they gotta walk. Oh, they have to walk 500 miles to go get. Well, new tires. they will. They're willing to walk 500 miles or to that do that whole Peking duck. Yeah, <laughs> I mean maybe the issue is that like. It feels like 500 miles because they're full of duck. Oh, right. Because the duck song comes first on the album. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't realize that that was, like, figurative. Oh. Wow, they seem less committed than they were before. I mean, they ate a whole duck. That's a good point. <laughs> a, duck, a duck's, like, big, right? It's, like, bigger than a chicken. I think so. I mean, I guess I don't know specifically if Peking I've duck... I've never eaten a whole duck, but... No. Okay, I, so let's let's go turducken here. What okay. order do you stuff something into something else? Oh, it's the order that of the, will answer our question. Yeah, it's the order of the structure of the word. So it's turkey filled with duck filled with chicken. Yeah. Although, are they using a game hen or are they using just a regular chicken? Well, are they using a Peking duck? Well, like a, a P- Peking duck is a preparation of duck, Dan. I thought it was a particular kind of duck. No, as well. no, it's not like a blue foot like chicken. Like it, no, it's just a preparation of a duck. All right, I feel like there's a specific duck that uh, Asian cuisine tends to use that is not the kind of duck that me, a Midwestern ignorant fool, would think of. <laughs> well, as a yeah, duck. they're not like eating like a mallard duck, but it's well, like the that's normal what I'm type saying. of it's the normal type of duck that you eat. Yeah, but is that duck? A similar size to a mallard? Oh, no, I don't know. That's what I was saying. Like, how big is a duck? That's why I asked, Dan. <sighs> okay, so just in case we haven't gotten this into uh, a piece of audio that we're actually going to put into the episode. Yes. Uh, if you know what size a uh, duck is normally uh, eaten, you can <laughs> send those dimensions to our email address. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. So our concern I heard, here. I heard you say gmail.com. Oh, that's fun. So our concern here though? is that we're not sure. We know that the turkey goes first because turkeys be big. Turkeys definitely yes, bigger be than big. a chicken and a duck. So the question then is like, is the chicken a standard sized chicken, and is the duck a standard sized duck, or is one of them a? outside of the average so that it can serve its purpose inside the turducken. Right. Is this a turcheat ducken? What? Turcheat ducken. Is there a cheat snuck in there somewhere? I see. The prestige of the turducken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the cheat, like strong bad sidekick. <laughs> no, oh, I wasn't no. I wasn't saying that like the cheat is definitely bigger than a chicken and bigger than a duck but smaller than a turkey. But I mean it kind of checks out, doesn't it? I do think it checks out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Didn't, yeah, the cheat's like this. I bet the cheat could fit inside a turkey. I mean, it's a little bit difficult to tell what the scale of the Homestar Runner verse is. Right. But I, I think that checks but, out. But, like, look at them next to that tire, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The tire is the key. The tire is the key. The tire is like the standard candle of scaling the Homestar Runner universe. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, because tires are all roughly the same size, right? Like, you know if it's like a monster truck tire, it would look different. Right. Sure. And almost certainly monster truck tires have also featured in those shorts. <laughs> yeah, but everybody knows what tire I'm talking about. The one yes. that is the population of Strong Guy. The tire. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about the tire. Yeah. Uh, it seems like the right time to make an entire episode devoted to Homestar Runner callbacks, right? <laughs> yeah, I I was just saying, like, like I, I don't even really feel like I, I was digging in on a callback. I I literally thought that you were somehow sneaking that in there. <laughs> just for fun. And then, like, I mean, let's be honest, we didn't make any, we didn't make allusion or reference to anything that 100% of our audience hasn't heard of. Great. <laughs> right. Great point. I and mean, especially also, if we cut a bunch of uh, dead weight during our uh, holiday vacation. Right. Also, I mean, this just makes sense that Noel would want to write this into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is classic enemy of the show, Noel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it, it, it just follows with everything that we know about him on the show. That he loves that one episode of Friends and has heard of Homestar Runner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess if we're—I mean, if we're assuming that we've retained at least our core listenership, I will request that Proclaimers. Sh- the Proclaimers is the name hey! of that band. Yeah, I knew I'd get there eventually, and they're definitely the same band as did the Friends theme. <laughs> oh, just these are like, Scottish twins are the Proclaimers? Yeah, just like okay. the theme song to the Jeffersons was definitely sung by the woman that played Wheezy for some reason. Uh-huh. I mean, if that's their band name, that actually lends a lot of credence to my assumption of how that album is structured. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They proclaim things that they would do. Yeah, exactly. Ah, what do you know? Well, what do you know about that? Anyway, before I got cut off by that fun fact, uh, <laughs> friend of the show, Sahak, please yell at us with the name of the new Radicals guy. Oh, because you're sure. definitely mad about it. I, he might be. It might, that might yeah. be outside of his, uh, outside of the things that he has pretended to be angry about for so long that he doesn't know if he's know. actually angry about them or I not guess. anymore. I just feel yeah. like. In my experience with Sahak being on the show, I feel like at some point he makes reference to some band or some person in a band specifically because he knows Steven will know who he's talking about. You're not talking into your microphone anymore, Dan. I am talking into my microphone. Now you are. It feels like the it feels like the new radicals are like too far outside of either Sahak's true interests or his ironic interests <laughs> to spark true to spark real anger. All right, fine. Yeah, um, that's the th- but that's the thing is like that is true for literally every living person except for Doug Emhoff. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Doug Emhoff is the only one with a true stance on the new radicals. <laughs> like no one even takes the time to like them ironically. Right. They're not even like they're not even like coal chamber level status. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone like coal chamber? Ironically, aside from us mentioning our big truck every <laughs> once in a while, I don't know. But like, let's be honest, big truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's still one of the funniest uh, one of the funniest live music moments I've ever experienced as a child. Does anybody want to ride with me? I he got said, the keys to a yeah. big truck. I've got the keys to like what killed me about that is like not being someone who did not know much about uh Cold Chamber. Like when he said, I've got the keys and the audience started going nuts, I was like, What is happening? Who were those people? Like and do the any people of them that, have the good sense to be ashamed of that? They're the people that went to that music festival to see Cold Chamber. But like why? <laughs> Like, I saw Cold Chamber like six times on accident, and I still didn't understand why people were going to places to see Cold Chamber. 
I mean, they love that truck. They love that big truck. It's big. It's a big truck. Big truck. <laughs> um, I, I like. There are certain things that are like, like okay, Godsmack. Let's make fun of Godsmack for a second. Like okay. a lot of like a lot of like confused young people went like, oh, I don't fit in, and like I'm tired of my mom making me go to church. Oh, this man is a witch. I identify with him. <laughs> I get that. And those like, and those like those people probably don't feel great about that now or whatever. But like, I would imagine most people who are super into Godsmack don't feel great about it at this point. Or they're still way into Godsmack. Or they're just like in, too into it. Yeah. In, insist that we don't understand. Um, <laughs> okay, now I'm interested in meeting those people. That sounds What's like Vin a fascinating Diesel's conversation history with Godsmack fandom. Who? He, what? Vin Diesel. Oh. It seems like Godsmack is like right in his wheelhouse oh, yeah, of yeah. shirtlessness and uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah that's true. Now that you but... mention it, I always just assumed that Vin Diesel was famous because he was in Godsmack. Whoa! But now he does like. I mean, now he he releases his own music, and it's more like. Uh, does he? Yeah. Diesel has a has. A, does he have multiple albums out? And he has at least one because this this dude hustled during the COVID pandemic. What? Yes. He has a COVID album. Yes, it's about like friendship and brotherhood and shit. Wait, is it just? Is it, was he just writing the soundtrack to a Fast and Furious movie on spec? I yeah, hope is so. This, is I this music hope so. in character? I w- God, I hope so. Now I have to look into this more. All I know is that a couple of years ago, uh, he, I assume, got really high with Ludacris because there was a post on his social media that was just him and Ludacris in a uh, recording studio scratching their chins thoughtfully and talking about how the creativity was flowing. <laughs> Do you think that they actually like, like not just the two of them, but like everybody else from that franchise? Do you think they like hang out? I think some more than others. Like I do, gen- like just based on his social media presence, I do think him and Ludacris hang out all the time. But you don't think Chev Chelios is stopping by very often? Excuse me. You don't think Chev Chelios is stopping by? Well, very often? Chev Chelios, as you'll recall, uh, betrayed the family by doing that <laughs> spinoff with The Rock. Yeah, but I mean, oh, I see. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I assume that like Jason Statham and The Rock live together somewhere in a <laughs> in a giant mansion in which the backyard is eight acres of abandoned car lot and junkyard, right? That they can like just like run through and do and do like stunts in. Do, but, like, like I don't yeah, imagine it's... that they're hanging out with like I don't imagine that they're hanging out with like Ludacris and uh, you know the Dead One and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I know it would actually be horrible, but what if the next movie was a meta movie where it was those two split franchises fighting against each other? Like, not I love like it. all of them out of character being angry oh, that they played, uh, they're playing themselves. Yeah. Oh, I love Wait, that. Being angry like, that Hobbs and Shaw became a thing. I love that. But how, like. Are those the actual names? Yes, good job. How, yeah. how, how do you, like, set up a. A competition that's in any way compelling. Like, Vin Diesel's going to be like, I can drive fast, obviously. My name is Diesel. Look at this car that I'm driving real fast. And, like, yeah. Jason Statham's going to be like, motherfucker, I have a nuclear submarine. Well, I mean, Jason, I mean, Vin Diesel would just have to, Wait, you the know, character? step. Yeah, the character Vin Diesel. And would... the character Jason Statham has a submarine? Like, wasn't there, like, a nuclear submarine in that, like, in that Jason Statham and Rock oh, movie? Oh, no. Wait. Oh, maybe. I haven't seen <laughs> No, that. but, like, this... <laughs> no. Oh, but maybe. he... But, well, because there was a nuclear submarine that Charlize Theron hacked into in the last Fast and Furious movie. Oh, I might just be confusing the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw was the one where Jason Statham had to, like, punch a roided-up Idris Elba or whatever. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He was Black Superman. Yeah. Wasn't he, like, cybroided up or yeah, whatever? Yeah, he was cybroid. Yeah, he had... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's Black Superman. He had cybroid myalgia. And, uh, <laughs> yeah! Oh, man, I imagine if you did have, like, cyber implants that there's a really good chance that constant nerve pain is one of the side effects. Like, you would just have to deal with it, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, in theory, you could like, you know, turn off your nerves. Learn how, learn what bugs your nerves. Right. Yeah. All I'm saying is, it turns out being a cyborg superhuman isn't all it's cracked up to be. 
Yeah, I think we've gathered that. Uh, I mean, obviously you would want your cyber implants to give, to be constant pain so that you would have the, you know, that pathos scene in the middle of the movie. Right, right. Where it's like, yeah, uh, I'm sad. Like, I'm the best at everything and I'm so great, but I'm sad. Let's have sex. I would just be like, I would just be like, why was I programmed to feel pain when I could have specifically been programmed not to feel pain? I mean, that's got to be a real, yeah, that's got to be like a real ass kick when you real like once you've been cybered up and you realize like, wait, you guys were already in there, you couldn't have just like shut my nerves down. Yeah. Well, you know when. When you're in a cyber lab explosion and all of the pieces just happen to enter you in the exact oh. way that makes you super strong instead of dead, right? Uh, oh, oh, you're you're presuming you're presuming that this was an accident, not wait. some like dickhole scientist that's like, well, we could make them less ouchy, but Hold on. what if? And hear me out. We make him more ouchy. Hold on. Is that an actual character somewhere where they got, like, accidentally cybernetically enhanced? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the the super adventures of uh, Phineas Gage. Is that a real thing? Or are you just making that up? It's kind of a real thing. Huh. Wait. How can something be kind of a real thing? <laughs> Phineas Gage was a guy who got, like, rebar uh, exploded through his head. Uh, oh, that doesn't count. And it and it and then he survived, that but it changed count. his personality forever and made him kind of an asshole. Yeah, that's the, you said super guy, not asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Yeah, and that guy was definitely programmed to be more ouchy. Except in his brain. <laughs> well, do you really feel your brain? No, I think you don't. Isn't that the whole thing, right? Yeah, like, or you have, if you there's could, no ouchies in your actual brain, or if you could feel your brain, would your brain be smart enough to perceive <laughs> the sensation? Turn off its own ouchies. <laughs> right. Yeah. You'd probably want it to turn off its own ouchies. Man, I thought you were talking about some like stupid sci-fi thing, but no, you were doing one of your dumb like go look up this video about history on YouTube jokes. Yeah, I was doing one of my great jokes where it's like, it's not funny, but like it proves how smart I am about yeah. very specific trivia that <laughs> yes, no one gives a shit about. Exactly. Uh, I feel like, I feel like you, contrary to the way that you're presenting this as it's a joke, uh, it's more just you're a butthole. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Take that, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, well, <laughs> we've come to an agreement and we can move on. All right. What do you guys think that Jason Statham and The Rock are doing right now? Uh, great question. I'm guessing that The Rock is lifting, lifting heavy things. something heavy. Yeah. And, I mean, based on your uh, canonical assumption, Jason Statham is probably doing parkour over old cars. Yeah, that seems right to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you think that, like... Do you think that now that they're spending so much more time together, because neither of them can go out and they definitely live together, <laughs> yep. um, uh, do you think that Jason Statham's just getting more and more cranky that, like, that like he's called Jason and he has to call the other guy The Rock? I mean, I don't know if he has to. Yeah, he might call him Dwayne The. Oh, Dwayne <laughs> I don't feel like The Rock would allow you to do that. What's he going to do? Catch Jason Statham as he parkours over old cars? I'm honestly unclear how The Rock feels about being called The Rock at this point. Because, like, he credits himself as his real name now in the movie. Films. I know. And I think we've talked about this on the show before. But I I'm believe still, we have, yes. I'm still pissed that, like, he didn't launch two separate film careers. Yep. One where he does family-friendly stuff as Dwayne Johnson, and the other where he does action movies as The Rock. Yeah, and he refuses to acknowledge that they're the same you. person. Yep, I agree with you that that would have been much better. That's the move. Was there ever a point during the uh, the Fast and Furious franchise mm -hmm. in which some fun-loving uh, credit builder guy, <laughs> I don't know what that title is oh on, my God. on a movie. Wait, uh, wait what? Say, say again what you said and then explain what it means. 
Mike's talking about the guy who types the credits out. Yeah, the person who types the credits. The credit typist. <laughs> oh, you mean the title the credits artist. credits composer. It's a title artist. Oh, Ooh. there you go. Boom. Did they use their artistry mm-hmm. to credit uh, Dwayne Ludacris Johnson and Chris the Rock Bridges? Oh, like as an LOL? Yeah, as, as just a lol. I, I mean, don't know, maybe. I feel like we would know. Yeah, For would, the lulls. We would know. And since we don't know, it didn't happen. That's sad. Yep. Get on your game, title artist. Yeah, have a little fun with those uh, legally or obligated, a, or not or legally, contractually title obligated journeyman. titles. Yeah, and honestly, the more times that we say title artist, the less convinced I am that that's the correct <laughs> title for that person. <laughs> Um, but I was like super convinced when I said it the first time. I was so mm. confident. So it must you be were. true. Yeah. Oh, now I mean, I'm. Now I'm there's like. has got to be a point in the credits where you find out, right? Yeah, I'm like blowing my own mind right now thinking about the person who writes the credits crediting themselves. Do you think they make like an intern write just that line, <laughs> like as like a way of like getting like a, credit, but like also uh, staying humble? Right. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. To not to forget where they came from. And Dan, how much, how different, how much different is that from your job? It's not that I mean, different, is it? I mean, my job, sir, does not involve direct typing anymore. I simply direct the typing to be happening. Which is exactly what the title artist does when it's time to credit the title artist. Right, good point. Ha, uh, but but in terms of the... Dan or me, maybe. But in terms of the... Uh, I mean, it's not... Honestly, the, like it's not that different. Instead of... It's basically just like... I mean, depending on how the credits are, it's like you're basically just the same idea of just like, words go here, they stay here for this long. Done. Yeah, I mean, like, when I have to type out, like, titles and credits when I'm, like, doing some sort of film project, I just, like... Okay, Mr. California over here bragging about his title artistry. Like, (laughs) I just make, like, Final Cut, like, make them be for, be right for me, right? Like, I just type the words and say, I don't know, do your animating. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's how it works in movies. Like, they probably, like, build it from scratch or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they. it's like uh, it's like the old uh, 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 movable type. It's the same idea. You think they use a printing press for it? Yeah, they print it on the cell uh-huh. of the film, the digital film. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> yeah, it, like... Like they're just out there. They're just out there with a giant thing, stamping every like DVD or Blu-ray or Laserdisc physically. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm really enjoying the idea though of there being like some uh, just like weird hipster who has like this like digital, uh, like digital print thing, but like they still use a movable type interface, like a physical movable type interface that somehow like reads where the letters are on your little tray. I have no idea what uh, you're talking about. I don't know what you're saying. Okay, either. so you move the, you take the little pieces with letters on them, right? Okay, tiny pieces with letters. Tiny yep, pieces with gotcha. letters. You set them up like you would do back in olden times when you were eating two marshmallows with a glass of cider every morning. Back when you were printing, printing a Gutenberg copy of Fast Five. Exactly. Right. Back when Hans Gruber invented the Gutenberg Bible. Yes, exactly. So then, but what I'm saying is, like, you do all that, but then you just, like, hit a button, and then the computer reads where the letters are, and you're still doing it all digitally, but you're just, like, some weird, some weirdo who just really wants to enjoy movable type still. Dan, you're describing a copy machine. (laughs) What? You could literally just put that on a copy machine and then hit copy. Yeah, but that's, like, why would you do that with, like, big old... Big old Why would you lead do any or whatever. Of it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, you're not. You shouldn't do it. But some hipster's gonna do it to just be weird. Well, then you've answered the only question uh, <sighs> to be weird. Ugh. Yeah, and I still think you're describing a copy machine, or at best, a, a digital scanner. What are you talking about? Why would you? Wouldn't you just set those type those type pieces, the little letters, onto a scanner and press go? Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. I want there oh. to be a specifically overcomplicated, overly complicated machine where like each little letter block has some sort of code on it that is red. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. So you do the physical work, yes, but it's being done in a weird, 
digital way anyway. Like, yes. the, like you have like the way that like Nintendo, you have a QR code on each thing. Yeah. Right. Like the way or that like that it Nintendo each has a specific action weight. figures for games somehow. Right. Oh yeah. And now we've reached the reason that uh enemy of the show Noel <laughs> made me say that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, that's a joke for no one that listens to the show because <laughs> it's a real quality of our friend Noel. Wait. Are we doxing? Well, yeah. Are we doxing right now? <laughs> is it is it going to be a problem if uh, if someone in the world knows that he pays Nintendo Corp way too much money for <laughs> random tchotchkes? Or that his social security number is 41823-1247? Oh, man. I'll just bleep out that name just in case. <laughs> and because it'll well, be. Well, now cool. we just dox whoever's social security <laughs> number that is. <laughs> yeah, man. Someone's going to be so pissed. I would love, like, what a story that would be. It's just like, well, we figured out that somebody got your social security number by listening to this <laughs> obscure podcast where they just ramble about nonsense. And then the person, the if that person is smart, the next question will be. Which podcast is that? Right. Oh, we'll be famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get new listeners. Yep. <laughs> all all people on the dark web trying to steal identities. Yep. They'll have to listen to every episode, hoping against hope that we say another social security number. Right. right. Well, we screwed up before. It's true. It could happen again. I, Stephen Montenegro, have been issued the social security number five seven two. Now I don't want to make it that easy. Now they just have to wait for the next three for the next couple of times when you give the other parts of the social security number, yep. thinking that you're fine because mm. you're not giving away the whole thing. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna be super pissed if like if we don't even get new listeners out of it. If it's just some sort of algorithm waiting for me to list numbers. Like, near the word social security number. <laughs> Just a uh, do yeah. crimes algorithm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, do, a, a doing crimes bot. Nice. I love that. Doing crimes bot. Born when an explosion in a <laughs> cybernetics factory just happened to shoot all of the cybernetics into his body in such a way that it made him a super-powered crime guy. That's right. Rather than dead. Yep. I've got to write this comic book. Yeah, yeah, you should. You should. Doing crime spot. Sell it to Disney for billions. Yeah. I mean, they'll just <laughs> right. steal so it. That they can, so that they can keep the IP alive forever. Right. And you get nothing for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you well, got billions. Except for those billions. <laughs> billions, Dan. <laughs> I, they're not going to pay that much for doing crimes, bot. Are you we kidding? We just established that I got those billions. No, yeah. Steven yeah. said billions. Let Mike, let Mike get his bag. And they paid billions for Jar Jar Binks, Stan. Yeah, but they also got like the laser swords. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah Mike, they didn't want some... those. They just wanted Jar Jar. Throw some really? laser swords in there. I don't even know if he's shown up in anything. They're holding him back. This is what Disney does. They put him, <laughs> they in, the put him in the vault. I see. <laughs> and he definitely showed up in the. He definitely showed up in the new seasons of the Clone Wars. All right, fine. Are there new seasons, or are you talking about before? No, they made like one plus new seasons of the Clone Wars. There's yeah, new the made, Clone Wars episodes. They made a one last ride oh. Clone War show or something. I do love the idea that they're keeping him. They're hold. They're just teasing him for a little bit, and then in 2023, they're going to announce the Jar Jar saga. Return of the Binks. Yeah. No. Rise of the Binks. No. The last. Here comes. Binks, here no. comes the Binks. Yeah. Here come the Binks. Mm-hmm. I love uh, it. Give me. Just take my money already. Um. Yeah. They, and they, give it to me. What? Yeah, and give me that money so oh. that they can have <laughs> doing, access to my uh, super cyber doing crime bot. What doing other characters are bot. getting, or what other characters are they getting for buying out that franchise? Uh, like who can we who can we thrill to the adventures of besides doing crimes bot? Enemy of the show, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh no! Now I have to bleep out his name again. Oh yeah, forgot we were doing that. <laughs> Well, this time I'll just bleep out the null part. <laughs> yeah, that'll work out. You're really not going to try to give me a single other character that interacts with doing crimes, bot? Laser sword salesman. <laughs> Laser sword salesman? 
<laughs> yeah. There's got to be laser swords. They pay big money for that. Well, but now they're going to try to just sue sue the IP away from you. Ah, it'll be cheaper to just buy it for billions. <laughs> this is a different kind of thing altogether. It's a laser sword. It's not a lightsaber. It's a... Wait, is it just like a regular forged blade that happens to shoot lasers? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Final Fantasy so. VII. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a regular, it's a regular forged blade that has a laser scope on it to I help you see. aim. <laughs> oh, so that's even different than Final Fantasy VII, I said confidently, not knowing if that was the right number. Eight. I think you're thinking of eight. Eight. eight? You're thinking of eight. Sword guns? Yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, Mike, so you're saying, let me make sure I understand this. So in yeah. the Fighting Crimes Bot universe, uh, there are swords... With laser scopes on them, the swords yeah. themselves do not actually fire any projectiles. You just use the scope to better aim your sword. Right. Yeah. I see. <laughs> yeah, do you have any idea how hard it is to chop heads, Dan? But, like, how do you successfully swing the sword while still looking through the scope? You swing it at the place where your laser is pointing. Yeah, oh, Dan. Oh, I it see. It involves so you... mirrors. Okay, I get it now. No, I get it now. Like you do the you you do the fine adjustments of your scope mm-hmm. before swinging. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe it's during so you, swinging. It's so that you can it's so that you can hit people at a distance. You know. Yeah. It's a very long sword. Okay. How long is the scope? What do you mean? How long is the scope? It shoots out a little laser dot. You don't need it to be long. Okay, I get it now. It's the sword that's long, so right. that you can snipe sword people. Oh, yeah. Okay, now hold Final on. Final Fantasy Seventeen. Hold on, now I'm on board. So doing yeah. crimes bot, and then there's also like an elite league of sword snipers. Uh-huh. Okay, now I'm now this is worth billions. With extremely long swords. Now this is definitely worth <laughs> They're billions. Very long. Yes. Ah, uh, doing crimes bot is struck again. Activate the sword snipers. <laughs> But no one talks about how long the swords are. They just talk about the laser scopes, because that's what's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, wow. That's why they're called laser swords. Right. Like, wow, that, uh, the, that beam hasn't uh, lost, lost any intensity despite <laughs> going across it. <laughs> yeah, because light moves outward in all directions simultaneously, but not this light. Yeah. This light is on a sword. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Someone get that glass of water out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that okay, now I'm definitely on board. So there's gonna be a scene where <laughs> doing crime spot is talking to one of its crime associates and then just notices a laser coming through the window and then they react by throwing a large uh decanter of water <laughs> towards uh-huh. the window. Yeah, and just when all seems lost and they're at their darkest at their darkest hour, laser sniper Brooklyn says to laser sniper <laughs> stinky. I don't uh-huh. know, man. I don't think we're going to make it. They're diffracting everywhere. <laughs> and of course, this is after the uh, fun uh, comedy relief scene that Brooklyn and stinky, uh, you know, blue collar sword snipers have uh, in just a like regular conversation with each other. Okay. Now I'm picturing the uh, the sword snipers walking up a very long stairwell with an extremely long suitcase, like briefcase, yeah. <laughs> just like a very long violin case. Yeah, and then opening it up, taking out their incredibly absurdly long sword, and then yeah. carefully screwing the scope onto it. Can't they be like? Can't those swords be like tape measures? Oh, uh, what? Like how are you? How are you gonna like roll up a sword? I, wait, that's your problem with this? There's definitely there might be an anime that has like whip swords. So we're we're might oh, there's be... definitely whip swords out in the in the yeah, consciousness. like like Castlevania or like mm-hmm. that Vampire Hunter one. Castlevania. Castlevania. Yeah. Um, so that's just a whip, though. That's not a whip sword. But what about that one thing that's like a chain with a sword on the end? Mm. That's the chain whip. What? With a sword on the end. Yeah. I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. And also possibly a laser. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you're... You're never going like... to get billions with this attitude. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, we're trying I, to give I you think gold we're, here. I think we're overcomplicating this. These are merely 
extremely long swords uh-huh. with laser scopes on them. Uh-huh. What what's so hard about this? I mean, I was just trying to make it more stealthy, I guess. I'm just saying, what, Mike, what we are giving you than are giving just... you a practice run on pitching this to Disney, and I don't know if you're quite hitting the mark. <laughs> yeah, I don't you're... see what the problem is. Like a sword that, like if you if you, so let's say you have an extremely long sword, of course, and you've got a laser scope on it, okay, and you're you're scoping something out. I'm with you. And in the meantime, you're you just hold your sword upward, and it just looks like a regular like radio antenna or whatever, uh, or maybe like a lightning rod or something, and no one's the wiser. What's the problem here? Well, now I'm very confused. Oh, no. That's not how oh, I no, thought laser sticky. scopes worked at all. Oh no, Stinky, we can't snipe there. It's too close to an airport. It might be in the flight path. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I can t- now I can see there being an issue where like they if they don't position themselves correctly, one of their laser scopes could just reflect off of the other one's snipe sword. Sure, that could be a problem. That could be a big or problem. Or maybe that's a technique. Uh, well, yeah, like that, like that, what? like that cancer laser knife thing. What? <laughs> do you not what know? Now? Do you not know about the laser knife? There's a thing for like removing tumors called like laser knife or laser scalpel or laser sword or something like that. I mean, I and, love like, it so far. And like all it is is a bunch of different lasers that are almost strong enough to obliterate your cells. Um, oh, sure. That, uh, like, only become strong enough to obliterate your cells when you point, like, four of them at the same place. Huh. That's fun. That is fun. So they can, like, you know, go through, like, your brain Whoa. right up until the cancer where there's other ones pointed at from a different angle. So really they should call it laser railroad spike. Or rebar, or whatever it was. Oh. <laughs> Phineas Gage, callback. Hey. Right? Yeah. yeah. Am I getting? Do I get points for that? No. Yeah, no, you you did it. <laughs> wow. Ugh. I can't believe we have to pay Noel to do this. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm not sure if it's worth it. Yeah, me either. Especially since. We, all all of all of the finances of this podcast are outgoing. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird model. Oh, do yeah. you guys not get paid for this? What? What? Nothing. Hmm. Hmm. Did you also get paid during the vacation? God damn it. Well, like, yeah, but only slightly more than I normally get paid. <laughs> uh, wait, did they try to pay you to stop doing the podcast? Is that what happened? Who's no. they? No, they they just felt like, you know, I earned a buy. And you didn't take them up on it? I earned they? the rest. Who is they? Who is the who are the sword snipers behind the curtain? <laughs> oh, it's a twist. It's actually doing crime bot. Whoa. He was a sword sniper this entire time? I meant he was paying me, but Oh, I see. Yeah, who did you think was paying me? George Soros? I mean, aren't we all getting paid by George Soros still? Or no, no, we're not. No, because we have a new, no, a new we get, day. We get paid by Antifa. Right. Right. To not, to, what are we doing now? We're enforcing the, the socialist. I think we stop people from having Twitter by throwing concrete inside of a milkshake cup. Still? I think that's what we're doing. But, like, but now we do it so that they can't be on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we break their milkshake cup with a with concrete. Right. And then they can't have milkshakes anymore. Yes. And therefore cannot tweet. Right. Actually, I think I just I think I just switched to the other side. Oh my god. What, what is this? Oh no, what is this anti milkshake uh, conspiracy? You are fa. Oh no. Oh no. You are, you are a long, long way to run, Mike. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Five hundred miles at least. Oh, <laughs> episode must be over now we still got it we still got it baby assuming that the uh the original piece of audio survives then this is a perfect time to uh to bring this show to a close yep uh what's going on in everyone's life and i mean that uh literally because i haven't (laughs) talked to either of you you might have something going on i got a nintendo Uh, switch that's fun i've thought of doing that we talked about that though mike 
Yeah, I guess I more meant like, you know, things you wanted people to know about. Dude, uh, no one wants anybody to know about anything right now. No one has <laughs> done work in almost a year. Yeah, everybody just shut up and learn how to bake and don't do any fa and and don't be a doing crime bot. Yeah, unless that crime unless you Yeah, don't do a doing don't be a doing crime bot cuz then I would have to sue you to protect my oh right uh, your copyright your nest egg <laughs> your yeah, nest I have to. that's yeah. your retirement ip yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh i like that yeah. we found our footing like eight minutes ago yeah well, that's usually how <laughs> well, this goes yeah that's on brand for the podcast yeah uh all right well um happy holidays uh <laughs> We'll see you in a fortnight or five. Uh, I feel like we can do this in a fortnight again. I mean, it seems possible. You heard it here first, listeners. <laughs> yep. Yep. How bad cast? The fortnightly show signing off. Now. Good morrow. Bye. Laser sword.